listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 25th of January. Today, two of the best to ever do it, step away from the World Surfing Tour, is the sun about to set on Nick Kyrgios' rollercoaster tennis career, and the Brisbane Test set to get underway under a COVID cloud. But first... Ladies and gentlemen, I present your BBL champions. And the Brisbane hate of the champions this year in the Big Bash. The floodgates are opening. They're an elite bowling unit. Appropriately, Xavier Bartlett gets the wicket. They have demolished the Sixers. They were the best team all regular season and last night the Brisbane Heat put the cherry on top of a wonderful BBL season when they defeated the Sydney Sixers on their home patch of the SCG to claim the BBL title. No one's catching that. He whips it away again. The hero of their challenger win over the Adelaide Strikers, Josh Brown, continued his hot striking form, opening the Heat's innings with 53 from 38 deliveries before a magnificent middle-order cameo from Matt Renshaw saw the Heat post a respectable but not remarkable 166 for the Sixers to chase down for victory. Enter the Brisbane Bowling Brigade. Bowled him. Has the answer as Johnson chops on. Handy wicket after getting some tap, he fights back the bit. Left arm quick, 2 for 34 from 4. While fast bowler Spencer Johnson took the lion's share of the wickets, it was the frugal efforts of the two heat spinners Mitchell Swepson and Matt Kuhneman that tied the Sixers' batters down and ultimately saw the boys in magenta finish 54 runs short of the heat's target. You're way off. Way off! The win atones not only for the loss to the Sixers in the first qualifying final, but also for the heat's loss in last year's grand final to the Perth Scorchers. So, Brisbane Heat, it's time to play your music. For the last two decades, two names have dominated the waves of women surfing. Wearing the orange jersey, it's seven-time world champion Stephanie Gilmore! Carissa Moore, your 2019 world champion! Aussie Steph Gilmore and Hawaiian Carissa Moore have had a stranglehold on the women's world title for the last 16 years. Gilmore is the queen of the waves with eight world titles to her name, with Moore hot on her heels with five of her own. In fact, in the last 16 years, the trophy has only been lifted by a surfer not named Carissa or Steph three times. Time for the title match, two of the best ever. Carissa Moore and Stephanie Gilmore. But in 2024, the two biggest names in the sport won't be there. A five-time world surf champion and Olympic gold medalist, Carissa Moore says she's stepping away from competitive surfing to focus on starting a family. Carissa Moore made the announcement that she'll be stepping away from the tour last week as a five-time world champion, the youngest person male or female to ever win the title, as well as the first female surfing Olympic gold medalist. A swell has been building on the horizon for a while now, and I feel compelled to follow it and to follow you. To step away from the tour, and to see who we are outside of the jersey. And you would have thought that that would motivate her great rival Steph Gilmore to put the foot to the floor and chase a ninth world title in Chris's absence. Then yesterday... I have an announcement to make. Gilmore announced through her Instagram that she too would be taking a break from the tour in 2024 so she can refresh herself physically, mentally and work on some projects and trips that haven't been possible while she's been competing on the professional tour. You want to be free? Be free. Gilmore went on to say that she looked forward to returning to the tour in 2025. So, for those female surfers out there dreaming of a first ever world title, 
I'd be trying to make 2024 the year before the Queen of the Waves returns refreshed and ready to claim number nine. Nick Kyrgios is box office. It's jaw-dropping stuff from Kyrgios. In your life, have you ever seen anything like this, kid? One of the most entertaining players the game of tennis has ever seen, and yet he's also arguably one of the sport's greatest unfulfilled talents. A man who for the better part of his career has refused to use a coach, preferring to tackle the professional tour under his own steam and self-guidance. And it looks like the Curious Coaster might be over. Party's over. In a column for the Sydney Morning Herald yesterday, Curious wrote that there is a part of him that knows his time in the sport may be over. And he's okay with that. After basically missing all of last year due to a chronic knee injury and wrist injury, Kyrgios admitted that he's at a crossroads in his career and has reached a point where life after tennis, mainly in the media spotlight, is a prospect that excites him. Well, I'm joined now by Nick Kyrgios. The interview nobody on planet Earth thought would ever happen is now about to happen. So, Nick, how are you? Good, Piers. How are you? How's everything going? Kyrgios is currently part of the Australian Open commentary team, and he said that the prospect of doing more media work around the world is definitely exciting. But this wasn't a retirement announcement. Kyrgios admitted that the fire still burns into him to be out on court, where he still believes he can be one of the best in the world and win major tournaments. If only his body will let him. But in classic Kyrgios style, he couldn't even let an opinion piece go without taking a shot at his critics. You are all a bunch of idiots! Kyrgios guaranteed that if he could regain fitness and return to the court this year, he would absolutely not be making himself available to compete at the Paris Olympics for Australia. Citing the decision by the Australian Olympic Committee and its chef de mission at the 2016 Olympics, Kitty Chiller, who banned him from playing at the Games in Rio. That was a real dick move, you know. Love him or hate him, even when the man's running a column, he's pure entertainment. Test cricket is back in the Sunshine State. The second test between Australia and the West Indies gets underway at the Gabba today, and it's a later start than usual with the Brisbane Test to be played under day-night conditions. But there's a cloud hanging over the Sunshine State Test, a COVID cloud to be exact. Travis Head has declared he's ready to face the West Indies, joining the Australian cricket team in Brisbane today after a bout of COVID. Yes, Travis Head has been cleared to play despite suffering from the spicy cough post the Adelaide Test match, which is great news. Except it seems that he's been something of a super spreader within the test squad. The COVID-positive coach not exactly keeping his distance as he surveyed the Gabba pitch. And while Travis Head is in the clear, it's Cameron who's now feeling a little green. Isolation protocols on standby should he test positive again tomorrow. Yes, all-rounder Cam Green and coach Andrew McDonald have both returned positive COVID tests in the lead-up to today's test against the West Indies. At this stage, both coach and player will play their assigned roles in the test match, but nevertheless, it has thrown a spanner into the works of Australia's preparations for the test. But, I mean, thankfully, we're only playing the West Indies. They suck. They're terrible. Yeah, this thing's probably going to be over before the weekend. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. No scorecard tomorrow due to the public holiday, so get out there and enjoy your long weekend however you choose, and I'll catch you Monday here on The Scorecard.